What's up? It's Kevin Hart. And with new rewards from Chase Freedom Unlimited, I now earn even more cash back, even on a beach getaway. I earn 3% of drugstores on beach snacks. Hmm, these chips have some saying on them. I earn 3% on dining, including takeout, after a seagull eats all my chips. And I earn 5% on travel purchased through Chase, like a hotel room to hide from that seagull. Learn more at chasefreedom.com. Chase, make more of what's yours. Account subject to credit approval. Restrictions, limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank, NA member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another podcast on FIFA 21. This one is going to be even more in-depth than the last because we have those gameplay pitch notes. Now what I thought I'd do before we get into a podcast discussing and breaking down this very long gameplay pitch note was actually bring you an audiobook version of those pitch notes. And so what I'll do is read through so you don't have to and can sit comfortably. Let me pull up a chair by the fire, grab a drink and enjoy. We will be discussing very soon all this stuff on the pods with Japes and a big special guest beginning with N and another who has actually played FIFA 21 or an early version as well. So that'll be very interesting. Look out for that coming very shortly. So I'm Ben. This is the Foot Weekly podcast brought to you by our supporters. I will just quickly say, actually, before I start reading, it could be worth heading over to the pitch note in order to see some of the images and short clips that they've put there. Although they're not necessary for understanding this, they may help. You can follow this link to get there, bit.ly slash 21 gameplay note. So bit.ly slash 21 gameplay note. If you're sitting comfortably though, I'll start reading. Before we dive into FIFA 21 features proper, let's touch on a concept that you will see mentioned throughout this article, which is player personality. One of our goals is to ensure that world-class players can perform as effectively as their real-life counterparts, showcasing the personality of players who are talented in multiple areas and shine brightly in the world's game. To achieve that, we're increasing the number of attributes that are used to decide each action's quality, animation speed, and effectiveness. For example, in the past, a three pass used the short or long passing attribute to determine quality. However, in FIFA 21, a three pass is a mix of short passing, long passing, vision and composure attributes. This change will allow us to take player personalities to the next level. You will see this term used as we highlight spots where this concept will have an impact in FIFA 21. So that was a bit of context. Let's get into the first one, which is agile dribbling. Agile dribbling is a brand new way to keep close control of the ball in FIFA 21, inspired by some of the best dribblers in real life. Agile dribbling is intended to give you the ability to quickly move the ball from side to side to help dribblers get away from defenders, and to use fast footwork to help you create space by tricking defenders into overcommitting to tackles. One of our biggest goals is to make dribbling a balanced matchup for the jockey mechanic. The intention is to design a dribbling system that's more explosive, agile and fluid while still ensuring it remains similar to what is seen on the real-life pitch. To perform agile dribbling, hold R1 slash RB while moving the left stick, and you will notice the dribbler moving the ball with rapid and precise touches. Every player in the game can agile dribble. However, the higher a player's dribbling, agility, reactions and ball control attributes, the quicker, more precise and better they will be at keeping the ball at their feet. We're also introducing contextual agile dribbling. This mechanic is optional, but it is enabled by default. When enabled, it will make your players automatically perform agile dribbles in certain situations. For example, in a one-on-one -on -one situation against an opponent. This mechanic can be turned off in the controller settings screen. More info in the settings section below. 
To achieve a more dynamic dribble, regardless of the technique you are using, we also improved player agility and animation transitions when performing left stick dribbling and strafe dribbling. As introduced last year, that's using L1 slash LB. Next, we move on to creative runs. In FIFA 21, we want to make sure you have more control over how your attacking AI players move. With creative runs, we've included new options to influence how your AI teammates move off the ball, providing more creative ways to break down your opponent's defense. First of all, we've got directed runs. You can now take full 360 degree control over the direction of the runs of your teammates by flicking the right stick after triggering a run, L1 slash LB, then flick the right stick, or after calling a teammate short, that'd be R1, RB, and then flick the right stick. You can also do a directed pass and go. You decide where your teammate makes their run after a pass by immediately flicking the right stick in the desired direction. This feature works with any type of pass, ground pass, lob pass, through ball, and even crosses. So for the ground pass example, press X or A, then flick the right stick. So just the quick aside here, you're directing the passer's run as the ball travels to your receiving player. You can have up to five players performing a directed run or directed pass and go simultaneously. You've also got player lock. Press in both sticks, so that's both thumbsticks, at the same time to lock to your current player when in attack. When you're locked to a player and pass the ball, the CPU AI will then take control of the on-the-ball player, allowing you to move your off-ball player and ask for a pass back in a better position. For more control, flick the right stick any time after using the player lock described above to switch and lock to another player, taking control of your teammate's movement along the way. For all of these mechanics, there is a limited time window for you to trigger the direction of the run in order to prevent conflicts with skill moves, knock-ons and player switching. As such, the sooner you can perform the right stick flick, the better chance you have to successfully pull it off. Make sure you practice to get the timing correct. To support this new feature, there's a trainer option that shows the path of the AI run on the pitch. While up to five simultaneous runs can be taking place at a time, only the last two players' paths will display on the screen when this option is enabled. This option will be enabled by default for everyone and can be disabled in the trainer settings menu. So then we move on to positioning personality. In FIFA 21, we are focusing on adding deeper AI player personality in positioning both offensively and defensively to ensure that the ability of football's greatest players on the virtual pitch matches up to their real world counterparts. We want players who are tactically aware to have a bigger impact in FIFA by being in the right place at the right time to shoot, pass or block the ball. While we made a lot of improvements throughout multiple areas of the AI positioning system, we want to focus our explanation on a few specific behaviours that will showcase the personality and depth of this system. Two main attributes dictate how good players will be at these behaviours, positioning for attacking personality and defensive awareness for defensive personality. The details that follow only apply to players that are being controlled by the AI as AI teammates, whether the person controlling the team is human or AI, you still have AI teammates. First up then we have attacking positioning attribute impact. The positioning attribute can impact many elements of attacking personality and the specific behaviours below scale according to the player's attribute. That means that an attribute of 85 might feel good and have a pronounced impact but 90 is significantly better and 99 is exceptionally superior. First up then, onside and offside runs. Awareness to know when to slow down and time the run perfectly to stay onside. This behaviour will be overridden when using fast build-up tactics and or get in behind player instructions, as the intent of those is to focus more on using speed to break down the defence. 
Next, we've got passer readiness runs, understanding of when the ball possessor is ready to make a pass so that the player can time their run perfectly. Higher attribute players will show intelligent timing and movement based on where the passer is facing and moving. And these will also be overridden in certain situations, as I mentioned for the last one. The next is decision-making time and intelligence, the ability to make faster and more accurate decisions on where and when to move. Higher positioning attribute players will decide where to move quicker and smarter. Next, passing lane analysis, understanding of spaces to determine where the next best move to receive a pass is, providing more options for passers and teammates. Next, we have behaviors that will only happen when a player has very high positioning attribute. Open up space, ability to create separation between attackers and defenders when the defense is tight or to provide passing options, happens mostly with diagonal runs when there are spaces available. The next one, ideal crossing positioning, understanding of the best open space in the box to beat defenders during dangerous in-play crossing situations. This does not apply to set-piece plays. Next is fake runs in the box, creating fake forward runs and then pulling back to be available for cutback pass options or changing run direction from near post to far post. And the final one, chance creation support. AI forwards are more aware of the lack of passing options and will drop back to the midfield to support teammates in order to help build up play. So we move on to defending, defensive awareness attribute impact. The defensive awareness attribute can impact many elements of defending personality and the specific behaviors below scale according to the player's attribute, exactly as mentioned with attacking above. First, we have run tracking, ability to track a run and anticipate one before it happens with highly aware defenders doing a much better job at staying with their runners. Next, we have two man marking to prevent counterattacks, ability for two high attribute defenders to mark a striker so they have limited space and can avoid a counterattack. This requires two AI teammate players, each with very high defensive awareness attributes. Next, we have defensive midfielder diligent tracking, the ability to intelligently mark and track runs by attackers without giving up or leaving them open. They will track dangerous attacking opponents, even if they are already marked by a teammate due to the scale of the threat. Next is defensive midfielder cutting passing lanes, awareness to position themselves better in order to cut off passing lanes and limit the opponent's options, requires an AI teammate in a defensive midfield capacity with very high defensive awareness. So then we've got active versus passive winger behaviours, determines how active wingers can get when having to perform defensive duties such as marking, defensive positioning and tracking runs. Finally, fullback cooperation, better awareness of the teammates fullback positioning, allowing them to better work together when marking. When one fullback pushes up, the other will cover and become more aware to mark and track attackers. Fullbacks with high defensive awareness attribute are more effective defending runs on the far side of the pitch than players with a lower one. So now we move on to smoother encounters. To promote a smoother game flow in FIFA 21, we created new animation systems and combined them to better decide how players interact physically with each other. This will reduce the amount of chaotic situations in the game. The main focus points for the system revolve around better understanding of running paths to prevent players running into each other, refined system to enable players to jump over and avoid fallen players. If a collision does happen, players will adjust their body to avoid head-on collisions and receive a smaller impact. The intention for this system is for key moments in the match like battles for possession or net front scrambles to result in more lifelike encounters as players strive to get the ball, rather than situations where players may have unrealistically fallen over another one trying to get to the ball in the past. Now we move on to enhanced CPU and competitor mode. 
In FIFA 21, we added a new setting called Competitor Mode, designed to refresh the CPU AI in Career Mode and Foot Squad Battles. When selecting Legendary or Ultimate difficulties, there will now be an option to enable this mode for those who seek a new challenge. This will be available to use in any mode where you can play against the CPU AI and where the Legendary or Ultimate difficulty is available as an option. This is a brand new way to play against the CPU AI that aims to replicate the playstyles of some of the best FIFA pro players in the world. Competitor mode gives the CPU AI a better understanding of skill moves, dribbling, spacing, tactics, and it will constantly look to create better scoring opportunities. You can expect aggressive passes, complex skill moves, and even a change of tactics and mentality if you are leading against them. To complement this, we've enhanced CPU AI control players to have more granular objectives, meaning that each CPU AI controlled player on the pitch will exhibit different behaviours that are more similar to a human player when defending and attacking. A lot of the fundamental behaviours of the CPU AI have been reworked to provide more variety and more football-like behaviours at all skill and difficulty levels. And now we move on to fundamentals of football. Throughout FIFA 20 cycle, we received feedback from the core community around the fundamentals of football. With that in mind, our team has put a lot of effort into translating that feedback into enhancing some of the most important foundations of the game. Headers. In FIFA 20, we made the decision to make heading less effective, resulting in less goals being scored from headers as part of our efforts to promote skill differentiation and the idea that most of the goals that are scored are the direct result of player actions. In FIFA 20, to improve the viability of scoring with headers, while keeping a skill gap in the game, we have introduced manual heading. To enable this option, a player would set the assisted headers option to off, as detailed later in this article. When playing with this option, your headers will not be assisted in any way, with the aim and power used when performing the header, determining the initial target for the header before the header is then potentially impacted by error. We believe that this functionality will allow for more opportunities to use heading to create or convert offensive chances while sticking to the intention of having most of the goals scored be the result of direct player action. In addition, to ensure fairness in competitive modes across FIFA, playing with manual heading will be mandatory in the following modes. All foot modes, including foot champions, foot rivals and foot squad battles, all pro clubs modes, FIFA seasons, FIFA co-op seasons and FIFA online friendlies. Players can still choose to play with assisted headers turned on in other modes and with the competitive modes in FIFA all using manual heading, we have improved the accuracy and consistency of assisted headers as well, allowing for more ways to score in the modes where assisted headers are available. Defending. Based on community feedback, we improved the controlled tackling system introduced in FIFA 20 to make it more accurate than before, with players better positioning themselves in order to perform the ideal standing tackle. A lot of work went towards adding player personality for tackling, allowing for the top defenders to stand out and be more accurate when predicting where the ball will be in order to make the best tackle. Multiple attributes are used to differentiate the effectiveness of players when performing a tackle. For example, when performing a standing tackle, we will now use a combination of the standing tackle, defensive awareness and aggression attributes. We also reworked shoulder challenges and seal outs to make them more effective and more realistic. Shoulder challenges have been reworked to create better contact between players and avoid the defender overshooting their opponent. Seal outs are when a defender puts themselves between the attacker and the ball to take possession or shepherd the ball out of play. And they've also been re-engineered to create better positioning between the player and their opponent. To perform a shoulder challenge or seal out, tap the LT or L2 button whilst side by side with your opponent when defending. Blocking. We're excited to be refreshing blocking in FIFA 21. The team has completely rewritten the blocking system and added it to the controlled tackling technology, creating more reliable and more realistic blocks when defending shots and passes. 
To ensure the contrast between the good and the best players, we added player personality via their attributes to make sure the system is balanced. A player's attribute will determine the effectiveness of a block, how far away from the ball a player can block, how long it takes to start the block animation, and how well you can react and transition into a different block animation if something changes, and how long it takes to recover from a block. Next we have passing. The goal for this year is to create a more intelligent passing game. The main focus here is to improve the passing system by adding a better understanding of space and the opponent's position in order to pass towards the target that makes most sense for the receiver in the situation. Through passing, this system was rebuilt from the ground up to improve possible pass targets, receiver selection and increased player personality. In addition, new concepts were introduced. Here's the list. Pass openness, providing smart passers with the ability to open up the pitch by leading the receiver away from opponents. Pass complexity, new passing trajectories and targets are possible, allowing for killer through balls that will put the receiver in a great goal scoring opportunity. There is also a new semi-assisted through ball assistance setting that takes into consideration your controller input angle to decide the target of the pass and give you more control. More on this later in the article. Crossing. This system was remodeled to create more unique crosses that help players get the most out of their build-up. There are a number of new crossing trajectories in FIFA 21. The whipped cross, R1 slash RB plus L1 slash LB and then either X or square. Inspired by Liverpool's Trent Alexander-Arnold, these fast and dangerous crosses travel through the box and are perfect for a teammate to just put their head in the way. Driven crosses, R1 slash RB and then square or X. Similar to whipped crosses, this cross is fast and dangerous but tends to travel at waist height, being ideal for a volley or shot. Ground driven cross, R1 slash RB, then square or X, and then square or X again. An extremely fast cross that travels along the ground. Updates to the crossing assistance setting, and is similar to how the semi-assisted setting worked in previous FIFA titles. Semi-assisted, we have updated this setting to bring it more in line with how the other semi-assisted settings work, making it more manual with less assistance than in previous FIFA titles, but also rewarding as you will now have more control and the benefit of reduced error on crosses. Combined with the already existing standard crossing trajectories, the high cross and ground cross, we have multiple crossing options for you to try. Other improvements, adding the pass openness concept as covered in the through passes section to ground passes improvements to the targets and trajectories of lobs and lobbed through passes, ability to perform last second animation transitions, allowing you to change direction for your lob or lob through pass, multiple new animations that provide quicker and more efficient passing plays, better trajectories for clearances to avoid teammates, opponents, and your goal. Goal. Finally then, Finally then, we finish off the fundamentals of football with animation fluidity. We improved our animation transition system, allowing for faster transitions, which support a more fluid and responsive experience, especially in passing, shooting, ball control, dribbling, and player movement. Player personality was also added to animation quickness, improving reaction times for great players and decreasing the time it takes for players to perform the actions. Right, well, I think we might even be over halfway, so hope you're still with us. Uh, let's have a little refreshment break and we'll be back in just a second. Hello, so in this break I just wanted to remind everyone of something I think I said a week or two ago. You may have noticed we have a lot of information to digest this week and I mentioned at the start we are going to cover it in a proper discussion very shortly. What this might mean though is we'll have two, maybe even the equivalent of more podcasts this week and possibly not so much going on the week after 
and we're just going to play it by ear because I want to bring you the FIFA 21 news as quickly as possible while also taking some time to rest up to hit FIFA 20 as hard as possible but also uh, sort out some stuff in the background as I'm sure people will be aware. A reminder that if you are not supporting the pod then it's only $3 and you get double the amount of podcast content. It helps to keep the podcast on the road. It wouldn't be possible without the patron. You can go over to bit.ly slash morepod. So that's bit.ly slash morepod to support there. And if you already support, then thank you very much. It really does mean a lot and it's doing a lot. Let's get back into the part two of this pitch note. This weekend, get to calls for 50% off or more. Plus, take an extra 20% off. Say big with 50% off fleece for her, 50% off kids' jumping beans, and 50% off fall home must-haves. Plus, get a little more for your wallet with Kohl's Cash. Plus, fast and free store pickup. Let the gifting start for those close to your heart. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Offers valid October 26th through November 1st. 20% off with promo code HAL20. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Welcome back. After the break, I'm not going to ask myself how my break was. It was, of course, fantastic. Let's get into the final couple of sections then. First up, we have giving players more control. Besides all of the features and improvements mentioned above, we added even more mechanics and innovations to give you more control both on and off the pitch. First then, under increased control, is bridge and nutmeg skill moves. New ways to beat opponents in one-on-one situations. First then, the bridge skill. R1 slash RB and then R1 slash RB again. You can only do this in the forward direction. Next is the directional nutmeg, L1 slash LB and R1 slash RB and the right stick in the direction you want to go. Cancel foul advantage. You need to do LT or L2 and RT slash R2. Allows the player to ask for the foul instead of keeping the advantage, providing you with more agency to decide which option is better suited for each moment. Next is instant hard tackles. R1 slash RB, and then circle or B. The ability to perform hard tackles instantly without having to hold and power up the tackle button. Setup touch 2.0. So this is R1 slash RB and the right stick flick in a direction. There have been improvements to setup touch, including faster animations, keeping the ball closer to the player and performing more accurate shots. Next, we have improved finesse shots, R1 slash RB, and then circle slash B. The curve attribute will now have significantly more influence over a finesse shot's ball curl. There has also been a focus on using player personality for these shots, along with a cleanup and rebalance of all finesse shot animations. Call players into box on goal kicks. R1 slash RB to call for support. Allow teams to start the build-up play in a safer and more controlled approach. Some teams may have defenders in the box by default, as this is based on tactics. For example, this happens when playing with teams that use the possession tactic. Improved super cancel mechanics, added a variety of ways to cancel actions, giving you more control over your moves on the pitch. Great for situations where you want to surprise opponents that are able to anticipate your moves by paying attention to your player animations. First we've got the hard super cancel. This is all the shoulder buttons and it allows you to go into free move in any situation except when dribbling the ball. The previous super cancel still exists but this is more restricted due to button conflicts. Next is pass slash shot cancel, LT slash L2 and RT slash R2. This allows you to cancel any pass or shot request and continue dribbling with the ball. 
Another way to cancel a shot or lob is by pressing X slash A, similarly to a fake shot, but after the passing animation has started. Note that this will make the game more responsive than ever while keeping visuals clean. Finally, skill move cancel. L2 slash LT and R2 slash RT allows users to cancel specific skill moves during the move. More info on which moves can be cancelled in the skill move improvements section. The next section though is more settings. As we mentioned a few times before, one of the biggest goals we have for FIFA is to give you more control over your gameplay. To that end, in FIFA 21, we have created and tuned the following settings. The first one is auto flare passes. If it's on, players will perform flare passes contextually in appropriate situations. If it's off, players will never perform flare passes unless the flare modifier is held. That's LT slash L2. Auto clearances. If it's on, players will perform clearances in contextually appropriate situations. Off means outfield players will never perform clearances unless the clearance button is pressed. The setting does not apply to goalkeepers as they have their own clearance system. Auto shots. If it's on, players will perform automatic shots contextually in appropriate situations. If it's off, players will never perform automatic shots. If it's on, the player lock feature described in the creative run section of this article will be available for use. If it's off, the player lock feature will not be available for use. Contextual agile dribbling. If it's on, you'll enable contextual agile dribbling for left stick dribbling in one-on-one -on -one situations. If it's off, there'll be no contextual agile dribbling unless the button is held, which is R1 slash RB. Assisted headers. On will enable header assistance for passes and shots for a more casual gameplay experience. Off. Disable header assistance so that headers for passing and shooting are manual and potentially more accurate. As covered earlier in the article, there are a number of modes that this will have to be set to off to ensure fairness in competitive modes. As covered earlier in this article, there are a number of modes that will have this set to off to ensure fairness in competitive modes. Through ball assistance, assisted by default. Semi, pass receiver selection is the same as assisted passing, but the target of the pass depends on the direction of power of your input. For a full breakdown of what pass receiver selection is, check out this previously released pitch note article. If you check out the article, you can follow the link there. Cross assistance. Assisted, cross, direction and power will be assisted to help you cross into the receiver's path unless aiming away from the box. And then semi, cross direction and power will only have a little assistance and depend more on where you point and how much you hold the cross button. This option has less error involved. Directed runs indicator. On, show the directed runs indicator when a player performs a directed pass and go or a directed run. And then when it's off, will not show the directed run indicator. If the settings detailed above have other options than the ones that are listed here, those settings still exist and haven't changed in FIFA 21. Up next is skill move improvements. We've made some very important changes and improvements to skill moves in FIFA 21. General improvements. Reduce the penalty and error for chaining skill moves. Increase the number of complex skill moves that you can chain without the ball getting away to three from two in FIFA 20. Complex skill move examples include the Elastico, Dragback and La Croqueta. We've also increased the number of normal skill moves that you can chain without the ball getting away to six, up from three in FIFA 20. Normal skill moves include the stop and turn, fake shot, and heel to heel. Easy skill moves like the ball roll or step over can be chained without penalty. Note that the numbers above represent the values possible if you execute exactly what is laid out above and will vary slightly in other situations. For example, chaining up to six normal skill moves is possible, but that value would change if one of the skill moves was a more complex skill. 
The next on this list is the remapping of the dragback to be L1 slash LB and R1 slash RB and the left stick in 180 degrees of the player facing angle. We've also added the player personality to dragback, making it slower for lower skill move rating players. Next on the list is technical improvements to create a more reliable skill move detection system. Details around some of these changes can be found in the online gameplay responsiveness section below. Next up, ball distance was made closer for rainbow flicks, and there's greater leniency to allow the triggering of a skill move when the combination of the right stick and left stick inputs, combined with the direction the player is facing, are not exactly perfect. Plus, we've prioritised skill move execution over sprint requests. Next up, we have all access skill moves. All players can now perform all right stick skill moves, but their effectiveness depends directly on their skill move rating and attributes. Lower rated players will perform slower and more error prone variants of some of these skill moves. These include the low skill roulette, the low skill heel to heel, the low skill feint and exit, the low skill stop and turn, the low skill drag back, and the low skill simple rainbow. We've also got skill move cancel. Some skill moves can now be cancelled using L2 slash LT and R2 slash RT. The skills that can be cancelled are all fake shots, feint forward and turn, three touch roulette, lane change, turn and spin, stop and turn, fake pass exit, and scoop turn. There's also been three skill moves added. The feint forward and turn, which is right stick back and then right stick back. The drag to heel, which is L1 slash LB, and then right stick back and then right stick left or right. Then we've got the ball roll fake turn, hold L2 slash LT, and then move the right stick forward, then the right stick left or right. So that's that one wrapped up. We can move on to general improvements and community-based feedback. Community feedback is one of the main pillars for our gameplay team's focus while working on FIFA 21. We've been running forward-thinking feedback sessions since the start of FIFA 20, even despite being kept physically apart by the ongoing global situation. As a result of this feedback, we were able to identify main priorities for FIFA 21 early on in development, and we were thankful to our players for continuing to provide us with support and feedback. We have also continued to partner with internal teams such as the Player First Operations and the core community teams to coordinate new studies to investigate actionable feedback provided by select players that showcased issues they found in the game. Once again, thank you so much to all the fans who contributed to these projects and continue to do so. Below are some of the main topics from these investigations. The first one, online gameplay responsiveness efforts. As we have been covering throughout the FIFA 20 cycle, Online gameplay responsiveness has been a key focus for our team, especially those working in the FIFA Live space. To that end, we've been running feedback sessions focused in this area, with a wide variety of players ranging from casual FIFA players all the way to our FIFA Pro Player community. In many of these sessions, we specifically had players send us videos and examples of situations that they felt were online gameplay responsiveness issues, using some of the tools we detailed in a previous pitch note. While investigating these examples sent to us, we found several key themes. However, in most situations, what people associated with online gameplay responsiveness was actually not related to online at all, and also happened in offline matches. They instead were related to elements of gameplay which we have worked to improve in FIFA 21. These changes below apply to all forms of gameplay in FIFA 21, offline and online. The first is skill move detection. We received examples where very high skilled players were moving the right stick so fast that some of the inputs were not registering. This has now been corrected. We also had examples where the right stick was getting flicked a number of times before an actual skill move was executed, causing the intended skill to not register. This has also been corrected. 
In FIFA 20, requesting that a player sprints would take precedent over a skill move request, sometimes cancelling a skill move. We're now prioritising the inputs for the skill move over the request to sprint. Plus, there are other changes that were detailed in the previous skill move improvement section of this article. The next part is switching improvements. Improved multiple cases where no right stick switch would happen. For example, during some tackling situations or when quickly changing from offence to defence. Resolve multiple cases of unwanted auto switches. Addressed cases where players wouldn't lock to the ball after a switch. Improved L1 slash LB switches by prioritising players that are related to the play. Stabilising the next player switch indicator to reduce unnecessary indicator movement. Next is general responsiveness. Improved animation transitions after controlling the ball. Reduce the sensitivity of R2 slash RT to prevent unwanted knock-ons. And finally, wrong slash no actions. Multiple cases of tackles instead of a shot, pass or skill move in contested situations and vice versa. Plus, address some situations where your pass or shot input would be dropped and not register. So we move on to quality of life improvements. Thanks to feedback, we identified a few changes that could be made in gameplay to create a more enjoyable experience for everyone playing FIFA 21. Removal of some celebrations, including the shush and AOK foot celebrations. We're planning to make more changes in this area, so stay tuned. Removal of the walk back cinematic after a goal in online matches. Reduce the length of goal celebrations. Reduce the waiting time for multiple set pieces, which had all been set to 30 seconds at the launch of FIFA 20. Kickoff is now 10 seconds, throw-ins are now 12 seconds, goal kick is now 15 seconds, corner kick 15 seconds, penalty kick 15 seconds, and free kick 20 seconds. A kick-in is 15 seconds, but this is Volta only. We've also introduced an auto-skip for some animation sequences when the ball went out of play in online matches. For example, when a player goes to fetch the ball in a throw-in situation, or when the keeper slowly walks to put the ball down for a goal kick. Finally, we've reworked the logic to improve detection of when the half and end of match should finish. So then we move into the final proper section really, competitive and core community feedback. We paid special attention to very specific changes that were being consistently brought up by our competitive and core community players during our feedback sessions with them. First is no ball collision with hands. Outfield players' hands and forearms are now permeable and should not collide with the ball, preventing handball situations from influencing the play in any way. When we say permeable, we mean that the ball visually and physically will pass through the player's arm from below the elbow to his hands. An example of this undesired situation in FIFA 20 was when a defender attempted to block a shot, but the ball hit their hand instead, preventing a goal. But obviously, just a quick aside here, it wouldn't have been a penalty because handballs aren't enabled in competitive FIFA and are by default off in kickoff etc too. You can't control your player's arms so it would be harsh to be giving penalties. Let's move on to the next one. Quick tactics. Team press timer. We saw feedback around players being able to waste time in sometimes unrealistic ways and that it was difficult for the defending team to try and get the ball back in these situations. To address this we've revamped the team press quick tactic to no longer result in a constant pressure defensive tactic. It now triggers a temporary auto-press behaviour on demand and with a cooldown timer that prevents it from being overused. Next we've got manual switch to offside trap player. Allow manual switching to a player that is performing an offside trap. Next one is ground pass assistance. Changes to minimise the avoidance of an opponent's player when making an assisted ground pass, specifically in situations where the pass, due to avoiding the defender, would end up going behind a running receiver. And on to the next, 
jockey acceleration slash deceleration. Players with lower defensive awareness attribute have a reduced jockey effectiveness in order to encourage jockeying with actual defenders as opposed to forward players. And then we have goalkeeper save consistency, improved multiple goalkeeper behaviours, including when to punch versus when to catch the ball, more consistency on reflex saves, situations where the goalkeeper decides between rushing out, clearing the ball, blocking the attacker, or taking control of the ball. Final three, goalkeeper positioning. Changed goalkeeper positioning behaviour to better cover near post in order to more consistently save near post shots. Throwing positioning. Better positioning to provide quicker targets for faster and more urgent throws. Chip shot accuracy. Improved chip shot targeting system to improve consistency and accuracy of these shots. So we're almost finished. Hopefully my voice makes it through. Not too much more to go. I'm going to summarize two of these sections before we get on to a couple of other points just that are thrown on the end because it's kickoff and that's not necessarily that foot related. It could affect foot in the future, so worth noting. They're actually going to add boosts to kickoff, I'm assuming it as an option, and that will mean that users who play kickoff can experience high attribute players and the player personalities that they've been working on. They're also adding a rewind to kickoff, which will actually rewind the game so that you can control a situation again. So you'd be able to go back in time and then press play and you'll be able to face the situation again with full controls and everything, which is an interesting addition, but again, not in foot. So finally, the last couple of points that they've added here. They say many more. There are lots of other mechanics and small changes we've added this year besides everything mentioned above. To mention some, hundreds of new animations to refresh and polish multiple areas, new goalkeeper antics on penalty kicks turned off the trainer as default for all difficulties except beginner, new rule settings to call a handball for goalkeepers when handling the ball outside of the box, turned off timed finishing mechanics for beginner through to professional difficulties, multiple new celebrations including the finger swipe and the selfie next to ad boards, and finally player signature celebrations for Kylian Mbappe, Erlich Haaland and Steven Berkwin and many more to come. And that rounds it up for our overview of gameplay for FIFA 21. It does add that we'll be back with a further feature deep dive and closer look at what's new in the PS5 and Xbox X series later this year. Although all these things do still apply to the next gen consoles. So hopefully that was useful to have it in audio form. I appreciate you all listening and I'm going to go rest my voice ahead of chatting to Japes and a pretty big FIFA YouTuber and one who has been playing FIFA 21 too. So all of that to look forward to very, very soon. So I'll love you and leave you. Thank you very much for supporting the pod. If you're a supporter of the podcast, thank you very much for supporting. It really does mean a huge amount. If you're not a supporter and would like to consider doing so, then do sign up over at bit.ly slash more pods. So that's bit.ly slash more pod for double the amount of content, loads of bonus podcast episodes over there. For now, all that's left to be said is a huge thanks to all you patrons, as I said, and to those icon patrons. Dave B, DJ FIFA player, Hugh J, Thomas, Alan G, Hunter B, Alistair, Martin M, Chris W, Coach Vass, Matt L, Harry P, Sam B, Dean M, David S, Robbie S, Tom B, Jordan, Paul S, Yannick H, Rich T, Stephen F, Kieran M, Andrew L M, Nick Jack M, Christopher R, Damon H, Tenacious C, Jonathan P, Lee A, Paul, Dominic, Rob P, 
Michael, Adam W, Stephen M, David, Anthony R, Pobius, also ran, Jeff B, Roger D, Dan W, Eric T, Jason B, Matt H, Savage P, and Sam MG. A huge thanks, as always, for supporting the pod, and I'll look forward to catching you on the next one. Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play, VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929 at Arundel Mills. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed PowerCash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.